Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. We had a really fun little outing today. First one we've gotten to have in quite a while. Um, of course, unless you're, you know, unless you've paid zero attention to the world and you've been in a box, no one's been going I'm anywhere. the man in the box. Oh, that hasn't changed. He's still singing random songs. <laughs> That's not random. That's some old 90s stuff. It is. Alice in Chains. Um, but yeah, I mean, heck, this is the first time I've seen Brian in two plus months. <laughs> it feels so good. <laughs> of course, my hair he, my hair did kind of disturb him. Uh, yes, Brian um, has now taken on DC villain status. <laughs> I'm the American actually, Joe Carr. He, actually, he's kind of like the guy from Alice in Chains. He's got like this like <laughs> frantic purple hair. Frantic purple. <laughs> That's also the name of my new that band. Was, that was Deep Purple's less successful side <laughs> yes, project. Yes. Anyway, what are we even talking about? <laughs> music, apparently. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the music podcast. That's right. It's Tales, that's okay. from the, Tales from the Mosh Pits. Here we, we go. All right. No, we we wanted to do... I mean, heck, we've been talking about doing this road trip since, like, the first week of quarantine. Yeah. And we you know, obviously we didn't feel it was safe to do it and wanted to wait and wanted to wait yeah, like, wanted to wait. How do you do a road trip, visit multiple places? Number one, they have to be open. Uh, right. But, but and, yeah, how do you do that in, 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 with care and being following all the protocols exactly and so you know we, we waited and waited and waited until we felt like things had kind of gotten to a place where the restaurants themselves had time to get their ordering systems down their safety protocols down we had time to make sure that we felt comfortable and you know you know we could be safe and had all the protective equipment we would need and all that good stuff to where we could socially distance and do this responsibly and all, and all of that because you know we we obviously want to be conscious of all of those things so that being said we started planning i guess about a week and a half ago of, of doing this little barbecue run here uh, just to see how it would go could we safely do it you know what you know it's obviously going to be different than the barbecue runs we're used to doing where you know we're just riding along going really, to places really meeting people it wasn't that different except for the lack of you know some of the engagement we have uh, yeah, yeah and that's know, that's the biggest thing that's, is, that's what i was really happy about like this felt like a normal barbecue run it did it did for the for the most part i mean obviously we're wearing our masks and doing all of those things and like that and we'll go into a little more detail as we go along of exactly what we did and how we did it but we you know we did all those safety precautions um but it still got to enjoy really good barbecue uh, we got to meet up with our friend terry osborne who's one of our favorite people to eat barbecue with and hang out with and happened upon Shane Styles. Yeah, and, and we yeah. ran into Shane Styles at another barbecue joint, and you know, just had a really good time, and it was really, it was great to get out again and, and get to see some of these places and and get these get really damn good barbecue. Uh, and this this all centered around Franklin Barbecue because there's a, a a deal right now, so you could always pre-order at Franklin Barbecue, but it was a five-pound minimum. I believe it was. Yeah, a five I think it was pound a five-pound minimum. minimum, pretty pretty large minimum. And, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Right. And even that, I think you had to order well in advance also. Right. That would yeah. sell out very quickly. And so what Andrew noticed is, that, so number one, Franklin went to a, a pre-order only process. And Andrew noticed that they weren't selling out that quickly. Yeah. And so there was this opportunity for us to be able to go eat Franklin barbecue, order it, show up, and get Franklin barbecue without any weight at all. Right. And one of the things we noticed as well was... 
they had, they had put in what seemed to be a really good system and a really you know really well planned system to keep their staff safe and keep the customers safe, and and it very much played out that way. Um, so so we'll start there because that was our first stop with Franklin Barbecue. Yeah. So 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 you pre-ordered. We got to roll in at ten thirty in the morning, yep. and, um, and that was our choice. There was multiple slots. Right. Open. Yeah. That was yeah. the earliest time frame was ten thirty to eleven. So we just chose the earliest one. But yeah, they had different half-hour increments you could choose from throughout their day. I think all the way up to about three o'clock, if I remember correctly. And the only minimum is three pounds of any kind of meat right. combined. Yes, it's a it's a three pound minimum on on any order, and. Uh, one of the things that we noticed as well with Franklin was you had to do it three days in advance. So, you know, obviously minimal planning, but a little bit of planning. You could, there were some days I saw just like looking around, some days I saw where you could order same day even, but this being Memorial Day that's weekend. What, that's what really keyed us into doing this was Andrew was like, he would he would message me and he'd be like, dude, you could still order Franklin and go there right now. Yeah, um, I, I was yeah. amazed. I was absolutely amazed because obviously if you're in the barbecue world, you know the commitment it is to get Franklin's food, you know, to stand in line for hours and, and, and wait in line for the, you know, for the one of the best briskets in all of Texas and the lore and the story, and it's all true. Um, you know, that brisket is phenomenal, but it's nice to not have to stand in line for five hours to get it. Yeah. In, now the, that, in the heat, too, because we're heat, coming up on summer. Yeah. And, and yeah. one thing that we pre-planned is obviously we knew that their dining room is completely closed you do not go into the building at all so we knew we would have to find somewhere to eat so we found a local park that's only a couple of blocks away from franklin that was open and so we, we came up with the plan of action we brought a folding table with us we each brought our own chair we brought gloves we brought hand sanitizer uh, plastic single-use utensils uh, a slicing knife single-use plates single-use plates and, and again, we were very safety conscious. And, and with the table was, um, I think, about six feet long, so we actually each sat away from each other. Right, yeah. And so we Nobody found in each to, other's laps. Nope, found a way to responsibly do it. We even brought our own tray and butcher paper just so we can make the picture look Because we knew that yeah. these were all to go. And so, right. you know, we're not going to take a picture in, in foil of Franklin brisket because it doesn't matter whose brisket, that's just not going to show the, the meat well. Yeah. So, you know, we, we planned all those things in advance, packed them all up in the car, brought them all to the park. Uh, and then, so first things first, we got to Franklin right about 10.30, a couple minutes after. Uh, and their process is really, really well streamlined. So you pull into their parking lot and they have some spaces coned off and some spaces open for social distancing. You pull into a parking space and it's got a little placard in, at, at the front of the parking space with a number on it. You text that phone number and they ask you to, to give them your order number which is in an email that they well, you text it to yeah, them. You yeah. Te- yeah, yeah you text them your order number which is in an email that they give you when you place your order and you text them what parking spot number you're in and then within a few minutes uh we were there easily less than 10 minutes probably seven minutes if i had to guess um as we and place two of order, those minutes were us figure, looking up the order out and the phone number and, and all that in, yeah. stuff yeah. And, uh, so system worked beautifully yeah. you pop your trunk open um they bring your food out to you. They put your food in the trunk. You stay in your car the entire time. And then once they leave, then they're at least six feet away. You get out of your car and you close your trunk. It, it was the most contactless of any contactless pickup I've done. It was, it was really well done. The Franklin staff does not touch your property. Your, you know, they, they don't touch your car, anything on your car, because you could be sick, et cetera, et cetera. You don't touch them in case they're sick. 
all that stuff. So I, I was highly impressed because it was very efficient. We saw people coming and going while we were there. Um, of all of the experiences I've had of to go ordering so far, it, it was the most efficient. Yeah, it's extremely well done. Um, took our took our to go food to the park, set up our table, set up our tray, and all that fun stuff, and got to eat some of the best barbecue in Texas. I mean, it's it was that easy, you know, for a place that's usually not that easy to eat at because of the you know the crowd and the line and everything. So, so we, we highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, now now hopefully we don't ruin it for ourselves, so we can do it again because I'd actually like to do it again before they they go back to whether whether and we'll talk about that in a minute whether they go back to um, not doing this again or, or continue to offer it yeah. um, in some form or fashion I, I would love to go back and do it one more time before whatever changes yeah so got to do that the food was as i remembered it for years and years i mean the brisket it's as good as any brisket i've had in texas i mean it's excellent brisket we got brisket ribs and sausage we kept with the you know pretty classic order um, the ribs are still some of my favorite ribs in Texas as well. I, Franklin is Franklin. It's phenomenal um, and really enjoyed it. Went to uh, four stops today, so stop yep. number two. So stop number two was La Barbecue. La Just down the road yep. on uh, First Street. Yeah. Um, Leanne and Allie have been owning and operating La Barbecue for many, many years now. And they, they have a... You know, they're open now with limited capacity dining and they're practicing all safety protocols. You go to a to-go window on the back side of the building. Um, you, you, they do ask that you wear the mask the entire time. Um, you know, the entire time that you're placing your order and they're wearing masks as well. Uh, we had ordered, we had pre-ordered there, but you can go to the to-go order window without pre-ordering, but we had already pre-ordered our, our food for, for that day. You know, told them, gave them my Same name. Same thing, you, give the t- you select the time window? Yes, select the time window, gave them our name, and the order was out within a few minutes. Um, again, pretty pretty much contactless. They hand it to you through the window in a bag, and, and you're on your way. And this is probably a good time to bring it up, maybe, maybe not. Should have been done it earlier or later. Every, every barbecue joint we visited today had a, a very different barbecue pit. Um, so in this world where, you know, the propane tank style cookers and and whether it's it's Moberg or Smokeworks or um, Backline, you know any of these barbecue pit manufacturers, you know of course Oilers are popular. What was what was kind of neat about today is each place had their own. Franklin, of course, is is Aaron Franklin's design, and La Barbecue uses a John Lewis Austin Smokeworks design. Um, so we had that, and then we went on to. Yeah, oh, we went on to Leroy. Oh, we should say we got brisket ribs and sausage there as well. Yep. Tried to we tried to go just because we haven't done these classic Trinity runs in a long time. So we tried to do that as much as we could today. Um, of course, then we went to Leroy and Lewis where classic Trinity goes out the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they even have ribs today? They don't ever have ribs. Right. Evan and, hates and, ribs. And, and, no, and, he doesn't. And, and I just he, like to tell him. So, which is perfectly fine which with us. It's honestly yeah. one of the things I love about Leroy and Lewis. Yeah. And they what they do, they do so damn well. Um, so we got we got the most, and, and we knew we probably were going to get the most of different variety there. Yep. Um, we got their beef cheeks, and somebody I know somebody had asked, you know, how come you didn't get the barbacoa? Well, so beef cheek and barbacoa are made from the same cut of meat. They're cooked pretty similarly um, for the most part, but why get two things that are basic? It's like ordering chopped beef and, and sliced brisket. Right. Right. Why get both? And if we're going to choose one of the two, 
we're going to definitely, at, at Leroy and Lewis, we're going to choose the beef cheeks. Yeah. So, yeah, we did beef cheeks. We did the whole hog. Um, they had a spicy... With cracklings. Oh, with cracklings, of course. We had, they had a spicy all-beef sausage today as well that we got. The hash... Oh, beef. Yep. Hash and rice, which we fell in love with in South Carolina. And to my knowledge, Leroy and Lewis is the only place in Texas that serves it. Well, uh, Rakels has done it. Regals has done yeah, it. Yeah, they've done it. Ra- but but, but, but uh, they serve it on a regular basis. Uh, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Leroy Lewis's regular basis. Um, so, yeah, we got the hash and rice, had a little kimchi, you know, pickled condiments, things like that. And as always, Leroy and Lewis is phenomenal. Yeah, it, it was. Go look at the pictures. I mean, because I think they tell a big story. You know, it is what they do, they do so well, and what they do is different than everybody else. Um, and they they have their own pits that uh, Evan and Evan did. And did Bradley touch up on them at all, or does he want to? I think maybe. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I think you know, Brad, Brad's definitely done some work on their main pit on Rusty. Yeah, and uh, so it's it's. It, but again, it's just nice because it's it's a different vessel. Right. right. Well, and then you know, obviously the hog is cooked on the chud box, and you know, that one of the things that makes Leroy and Lewis so funny and interesting to us is the different cooking methods and textures that they play with you know on their menu it just makes it really fun every to, every meat there is different yeah it's not like preparation like there's definitely places where we've kind of had a same similar profile flavor profile across multiple meats right but you know laura and Lewis, you're going to get some confit you're going to get some smoke uh, offset smoke you're going to get some direct heat you know it's it's just a really fun place to eat at uh they have cosmic uh beer and coffee has reopened at uh, i believe at 50 percent capacity now um, they are practicing social distancing, and they are. They do have someone at the front with a counter who is counting how many people are coming in. And That's what you think out. they're counting. <laughs> and so, yeah, they're they, counting how many five G towers are in the neighborhood. <laughs> so they are. Uh, yeah, they're they're following all those protocols. Lorraine Lewis does ask that you do wear your mask when you place your order. So please be mindful of that and respectful of that. Um, you know, obviously we made sure to do that when we ordered. Um, and then we just, you know, got to find a nice seat in the shade and sat and enjoyed our meal. Right uh, next to the chickens. Right next to the chickens on yeah, a so, long bench. So, what, yeah, what, yeah. What, if you don't know, um, Cosmic Coffee area, they actually grow herbs. They have an herb garden there. Yep. And they have live chickens. Yep. And in a fence, gated away from people. but um, and, they have, and I have to say, they have a chicken swing <laughs> that you can buy. There's a company that makes a chicken swing. Yep. No, I, I just, that really... Has my attention. It, it, I'll probably build one at home next it's week. It's very popular at the chicken key parties. Yes, yes. So, Leroy and Lewis, great. We knew it would be. It was. <laughs> and then on to our last stop of the day, which was Valentina's. And it's another place that's unique in what they do. And, you know, they're not, they're by no means today are they the only Tex-Mex style barbecue, but they were one of the first. And they're absolutely one of the best. Oh, gosh. They really are. And we... We've said for years that we love their tacos so much, it's hard for us to ever order just a regular barbecue tray from them because we just want tacos every time we go there because they're so freaking good. So we made a point today, we're going to order the Trinity. So Yeah, except I also ordered guacamole and tortillas. And salsa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we did at least have ways to make our tacos. Yes. But we did order ribs and the, the Oaxaca sausage that they make in-house and brisket, of course. And then, yes, tortillas, salsa, guacamole, had and, to order. And the thing about, um, you know, the brisket there is, is cooked with mesquite. Um, again, the, the cooking vessels are of Miguel's own design. Um, they're unique in the business. They have some square exhausts. Um, you know, very, very unusual. He is selling a backyard pit now as well, yep. kind of similar design, um, smaller. 
but a similar design. But the, the flavor profile there is, is Three unique. of the four places we went today are in some form or fashion selling pits. Hey, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of interesting. And La Barbecue technically isn't, but, you know, obviously they're involved in, you know, they were heavily involved in Smokeworks. It is. Smokeworks is selling too, yeah. so, um, so definitely. But that's, that's one of the things I really liked about it is that it, the cooking vessel does have a difference on the flavor and how the meat's cooked. It also depends on how the cook themselves uses that vessel. Yeah. So some people do hot and fast, some people do a, a, and hot and fast is not two hours. Hot and fast is anywhere from four to seven hours. Some people do low and slow, which can be 12, can be 14 hours. Um, you know, it, it just depends. Some people use mesquite, some people use uh, pecan, some people use post oak, which is the most common around central Texas anyway. Um, and so it was great to be able to experience not just some of the best barbecue in Texas, but barbecue that each had its, even though they were similar in, in a lot of ways, they were different in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, it was really fun. And it's honestly, it's a barbecue run that would be hard to do during normal times. You know, because of the lines and the weights and stuff, it, it's it's very difficult to do all four of those. We've had to wait at La Barbecue for an hour. We've had to wait at at um, at Valentina's for an hour before. And Franklin, um, obviously. Franklin. For We've never many really hours, had to wait at Leroy and Lewis for long, but no, no, the more no, we really. talk about it, you know, the longer the line's going to get, um, which is okay. But but you know, yeah, I mean, this would have been a, a four-hour trip instead of like a two-hour trip. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun Easy. To, to get to eat at all these places. Again, most of them are still online order prefer preferred, um, you know, pre-orders preferred. It just makes it easier on them in terms of managing out their orders and all of that. You know, obviously those things may change as we go along here and, and you know, things start to get more normal possibly. We'll see. Who knows? None of us. But, uh, but for now, take advantage of those pre-orders it's a great way to get to some of these places that you may not have wanted to stand in line for for a long and it, time and it helps support them you know they they need your support because they've got employees they're trying to keep and, I, and i've talked to some of these guys and 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 i'm not kidding for some of these businesses the only reason they're open is to try to pay their employees yep. other they're not making enough volume some places are not making enough volume that it would be better for them to close and the owner knows that um, and he's just trying to make sure that he's he's generating money that he can pay to his employees. Yeah, um, and, and that's that's a great thing by the owners, but you know you got to support them. You got to get them through this. Yeah, and again, it's it's a great time to take advantage as a consumer of of some places or some items you may not have been able to get before. Like, for instance, I love going to Regals. It's close to where I work. I go to Regals. Well, you know, back when things were normal, I went to Regals once a week, once every two weeks at most. And I would never go on Thursdays because the line was so long for pastrami. And a few weeks ago, I decided I was uh, I was going into the office for the I, I go in the office one day a week right now. Uh, the rest of the time I'm working from home. But uh, he did air quotes when he said. <laughs> but I went into the office on a Thursday, so I said, you know what, I'm going to pre-order some Rubens. You know, my wife has never had a Reuben from Regals. Never, and it's because. She works from home, and I eat it for lunch on Mondays when I go for my pastrami Mondays, but never on Thursday. So get my pastrami. Couldn't be easier. Walk in, get my order, leave. And that's an item that, again, if you haven't wanted to stand in line at Regals, it's an opportunity to get that. Ryan, I know you've done the same at Tejas. Um, Tejas can have some long lines at times, but their to-go system has been very efficient. Yeah, I want to talk. I mean, 
you know, of efficiency. I really, really enjoyed the system. Same thing, I was able to order a, a, a reasonably small amount. There's no, there's no large minimum orders or anything. Um, same thing, I, I picked the window of time. I did this just the day before. You know, it's not like I had to do a lot of planning. Uh, pick the time, and what happens is you, they have a system that messages you. You sh that when your order's close to being ready, you message that you're there. And as soon as as soon as it comes out, they tell you to pull up. So you don't have a line of cars waiting. You just you have a line of cars in the larger parking lot. When it, you text when you're there, when it's ready, you come over, you pick it up, and it was in and out. Incredibly efficient. Um, very impressed. Didn't take any time at all. And of course, the food was as great as it always was. I mean, it's you're not you're not eating lesser food uh, because it's takeout. Yeah, I would say the I mean, Truth is another place that some people may have been scared away by standing in line. We've both done pre-orders at Truth uh, during the quarantine time, and been been an easy pick up and go for for us both times. If you're uncomfortable going in, you know we know that restaurants are opening up at 25 uh, to 50 percent capacity right now. Patios are open. Um, we also know not everybody's wearing masks. The customers, um, and there's only so much a business can do about that. You know, we're not blaming that on, on the business, but if you don't feel comfortable, what's great is that you can still do these to-go options. Um, we, we hope they're gonna continue. I've talked to the owners. They're gonna try to continue these options once things go back to a, a more normal state, which we hope they will because it's a great way to get the barbecue. For now, it's a great way to do it while being safe and being socially distant, but it's also incredibly convenient to do. Yeah. And, it, and again, it's really good way to support these places. If it's a place that you know, you, you've been supporting as a customer for a long time and are trying to find ways to, to keep supporting, then these are, these are ways to do that. Another so let's kind of, oh, go ahead. Oh, another place I wanted to highlight as well is Fiji's Barbecue. Um, Fiji's had a very unique business model from, from day one being in the food court in, in the middle of a bunch of office buildings, basically. So of course, when, the quarantine started and, and everything was work from home, 90%, I mean, I don't know how, a huge percent, the vast majority of his customer base and you know, his and Aaron's customer base went away, they stayed home. And so they were in a very tricky position in terms of how to, how to shift to a different business model. But the two of them are some of the smartest restaurateurs you're gonna meet in terms of always trying to find creative ways to do things, whether that's how to operate their business or what to put on a menu. They, they've shifted their business model to right now you can do curbside pickup out at Greenway um, and they have an online ordering system if you go to FegesBBQ.com, that's F-E-G-E-S, no one can pronounce it or spell it. Um, and they're also doing pickups at, they're, they're in the process of... Rhymes with Regis. That's right. It's not that, if you think about that, it really it's not isn't. that hard. Rhymes with Regis, Fegis. But uh, they, yeah, they're also doing pickups on Saturdays at their future new location in the Spring Branch area of Houston. Um, and, and of course, them and others are doing very good jobs of, of posting all this on social media too. Um, and then Sundays, they are at a, a restaurant in the Montrose area called Roost, um, where you can do pre-orders of you know uh, bulk meats and sides and things like that. And these are all they all come chilled and and you know individually wrapped and everything for you, so you can get lunch or dinner for throughout the week, you know, for yourself and your family. And I, I do want to talk a little bit about chilled meats. Um, that's not some kind of weird term um, but buying chilled meats and reheating chilled meats um, I will tell you because I only recently came on board this little bandwagon um, get a sous vide um, it is a great way to reheat especially previously frozen but it's a great way to reheat any kind of chilled meat 
Um, you can par cook meats that way and then finish them on a sear, but um, I did for the, the first time with a brisket. Um, I've done it with pulled pork. I sectioned out pulled pork into, eh, you know, one and one and a half pound bags, vacuum sealed them, put them in the freezer. And I absolutely love how they come out in the sous vide. You're not going to have a crispy bark. Um, you're going to have to realize that that's, that's something you're going to lose. But um, it's a great way to bring it back and keep all the moisture in the product so that when you open that bag up, it's, it's about as good as you can get for a reheated item. Yeah. Um, and I, you've had one for a while. Oh, absolutely. It's, it, there are great ways to... Because uh, one of the things, especially with brisket, is if you try to reheat a brisket in the oven, it's very difficult to not steam it out. Um, whereas a sous vide keeps everything locked in. Um, it is, in my opinion, the best way to reheat a brisket. Um, but yes, there's a lot of barbecue joints are getting as creative as they can in terms of offering you different combo packs and family meals. And, and those are all great things to take advantage of. Look, we know it. We're, both Brian and I are fortunate to still be employed right now, and, and that's great and wonderful. And hopefully, that's that, what my boss thinks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, so hopefully that continues for us and for for everybody. But I know that obviously there are a lot of people that have lost their job, and there are going to be more people that lose their job. And so eating out is becoming more and more of a splurge for a lot of people. And and one way again, the, these these family packs, you know, you can buy an entire brisket. And you can make that brisket last for five or six meals easily for a family. Right. Um, between, you know, chopping it and putting it in nachos or putting it in uh, chili. There's a lot of different ways that you can you can stretch that brisket, which is what we did. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we actually, yeah, we made pulled pork enchiladas the other day. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, great. great. They're, they're great ways to repurpose things, especially as, you know, meat's getting more scarce in grocery stores and grocery stores are limiting meat, you know, how much meat you can buy. A uh, family of four can eat on a brisket for a good several meals you know depending on how preparation and what if, you're using as long as you stretch it, it. yeah right? yeah if yeah. you're just and, and you don't even you might get bored eating the oh, same right. brisket. well that's what, what I, I did with mine is i quartered mine i cut it into four pieces you know two leans and threw this in the trash and then two fatties um, <laughs> no i did reuse the lean um so so i but i quartered it into four sections and then so that was four meals we had one right. of them was just brisket and then the other the other three we made dishes with the brisket. Right. Well, I know that there's no way I'm going to get my wife to eat like five meals of sliced brisket. <laughs> like that's not going to happen. So yeah, we'll yeah, like you said, we'll put it in chili. We'll put it in enchiladas. Well, you know, we'll find different preparations for that. We did good old classic uh, baked potatoes. Yeah, the other and, day. and you know, it's actually been really helpful in that. If you're not following Aaron Fegis, um, Purslane Aaron on Instagram, and Purslane is a vegetable or a, a leafy herb, I think. Uh, so. P-U-R-S-L-A-N-E-E-R-I-N. That's the handle. Personally, Aaron on Instagram. She's done a lot of really cool Instagram story videos of how to, like, reuse different meats and stuff in different preparations. And Aaron is a pretty badass chef, so you, you probably want to follow you her. You might have seen her on Chopped. Yeah, you yeah. might have seen her on <laughs> Chopped or a number of you know, wonderful restaurants she's worked in over the years. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of barbecue places that are doing some really cool things. Um, with their social media, with their websites, just trying to get as much information out to the customers as they can. So again, you know, independently owned restaurants are one of the heartbeats of America. It's one of the things that we love. We've tried to support barbecue and otherwise. Wasn't that a Huey um, Lewis in the News song? It, probably, probably. But uh, they need our help. They need support as much as you can afford to support them right now. We highly encourage it. Oh, the heart of so. rock and roll is still beating. Heart of rock and roll is yeah. still beating. Yeah. Yeah, he's going deaf. Actually, I don't think it is, but no. <laughs> despite what your hair may tell me. <laughs> <laughs>
But anyway, okay, uh, okay. Where were we? Where were we talking? We're talking about? about the movie he was in called Duets. <laughs> where it was a karaoke movie. Have you ever seen that movie? Duets. Yeah. Oh, with uh, Huey Lewis in the news. No. Yes. Really? Yes. Huey Lewis. Go watch this movie. I will not. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Good lord. I need... Okay, so we were talking about barbecue, whatever the new normal <laughs> is, blah blah blah, right? But seriously, support these people. Find ways to do it that that you're comfortable. If you're comfortable going and sitting down in the restaurant, by all means, go do that. If you're not comfortable, do the takeout, um, and and choose the choose the business that's employing the protocols that you want and desire. You know, you you it's your business and your choice of who you want to pick. Right. But but do pick somebody. Let's right. Check well, I mean, we're we're at a place right now where everyone is deciding what their what their personal limits are and safety measures are, and so yes, do what you feel safe to do, what you financially can afford to do, but try to support these places it's a great time to to kind of broaden your horizons to a place maybe you haven't tried before you know Fijis again is another example of that because they're open Monday through Friday they're plenty of people that couldn't try them now you can um, so yeah try to support your places when you can so yeah I mean one of the things that Brian and I have gone back and forth texting about over these last several weeks is just you know what we've been seeing whether that's online or when we've gone to these places hey for we pickups. can't talk about what we've been seeing online <laughs> Yeah, so we've been talking about like what's been going on at these restaurants and what what changes they've implemented and kind of what is this going to look like at at a point to where you know whenever we do get back to whatever what our is the new is normal to, in barbecue? Yes, I mean this everyone, is the section of everyone the show. talks about new normal. It's kind of a phrase that both of us have kind of gotten a little tired of hearing. New normal, new normal. The normal seems to change every hour on the hour. So we don't know what what the landscape of dining out is going to be next week next month next year and so we've been kind of thinking about what what we've seen change in barbecue because of all of this and what may be here to stay you know first thing i will say i'm just going to jump in because that's what i do anyway Uh, but the first thing i'm going to say is that i want some of this to go stuff to continue if they can do it now people have to realize from a barbecue joint that lives on the sellout model People come in, they order, they cut the meat, they go. They have a very good control over how much meat they have left. When you're doing, in addition to that, you're trying to do takeout, it's very difficult because somebody can place an order for five pounds of brisket, consume all of your brisket while you've got a line of 20 people that haven't ordered yet, and you didn't tell them you're out of brisket. So they have to understand how to prioritize and balance that. Yeah. And that's not easy. It really isn't. And and a lot of it depends on restaurant setup as well. Some restaurants are not set up to be able to do both. It's easy for them to switch to that right now right. when they're not doing dine-in. But as dine-in becomes, you know, something that they can do again on a full-time basis. We know not all barbecue joint owners are into the IT business. So, <laughs> you know, there's, I mean, going all the way back to like Vinsel, who used to take cash only and keep his records in a cigar box, right? Um, but... But, you know, they're going to have to adapt to this, I think. And this is this is a, a very good thing that we would love to see continue. But we do understand this is not easy. Yeah, there's there's going to be some growing pains with it. And there's going to be some places that just decide they can do both. Um, but for those that can, we think it's a great option for people that aren't able to get to your place and wait in line for an hour. Or, again, still may not feel safe even after some of the, you know, even when the majority starts to feel safe, there's still going to be some people that don't. Any way that you can get your food onto more people's plates is a good thing. 
So hopefully that can continue at least on a limited basis, if nothing else, because um, it, it's a great alternative. I, don't get me wrong. I still want to go into a barbecue joint when I can safely do so and sit down and have a meal of food that was sliced a minute ago and not 20 minutes ago. I mean, I still want that experience, but I may be, I, I may be in the minority of that in six months. I don't know. And we don't know. It could be better or worse. Hopefully it's going to be better. Right. That's what we're all hoping for. But there will be some changes we think that will remain, at least in the near term, meaning maybe three, six months, and might last forever. And, you know, it's just going to have to be some things are easier to adapt to and some things are very difficult because barbecue by nature has always been a community thing. It's been where you bring the community together. It's been, you know, VFW halls in small towns. It's been, you know, this, this family gatherings with these communal it's tables. Celebrations, yeah. Yes, yeah, communal tables and passing the, you know, um, cafeteria-style lines, passing bottles of sauce to each other. And, and some of that, indeed, may change. And, and the first thing that may remain for a while and, and, it, and I really don't like it, but I, I, I deal with it, is like the plexiglass barriers. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's a smart thing to do right now, and it's easy to leave it up. So, you know, I, I may have to live with that. It's okay. Right. It doesn't hurt me. All right. It's, <laughs> it and overall, I don't think it'll ultimately hurt the experience that much. Oh. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, you still can get that experience. I mean, and, and again, these are things that were second nature to us four or five months ago but now seem crazy like i can't tell you how many times i'd rip off half a hunk of a slice of brisket hand it to brian with my bare hand i mean just stuff like that because that's how we eat barbecue like gorillas basically and there's no way we're doing that right now when we sat down and ate today i made sure i had a i put a fresh glove on and i was cutting and plating the meat and things like that took the glove off when i was ready to eat if yeah. I, yeah, I mean, as much as we don't like it we sliced the sausage so yes. we had sausage slices instead of you know here's your half a sausage right yeah i mean so we, we we are doing things like that and hopefully you are too another thing that we have seen obviously go away right now and maybe it will never come back is the communal condiment bar you know that a lot of restaurants had to where you can pick you know okay do you want this pickle or do you want the pickled onions or the regular onions or it started with with just you know condiments they throw on your tray and then it got a little bit bigger and then they had more condiments and then i think kind of peak condiment bar is the pit room it's the one i can always think of yeah pit room has it, a huge it has condiment the most bar. um and and regals added to theirs i think they have probably two four six items uh, i think I at least six six yeah. if not eight yeah blood brothers did as well fee just did yeah. also yeah so i mean there's a number of places that had communal condiment stations those went away at the very beginning of all of this before you know before the restaurants themselves were shut down for dine in dine in i know tay house burger joint did yeah. as well for their burgers and yeah. so you may not see that back again and it's not the worst thing in the world and and i will stand on a soapbox for re- for restaurant owners on this one people take way more condiments than they need <laughs> they do they take more yeah. napkins even they though need. sometimes you're given 11 slices of bread yes yes <laughs> it was today <laughs> today yes we did get 11 slices of bread but on one order <laughs> But yes, people tend to take a lot more than they need. So it's an, it's actually a way of portion control on top of being a safety measure. Right. If the pickles and the condiment station are now controlled behind the line, you know, by and, the and restaurant I, staff. I, and I think I'm okay, you know, months from now, if they just throw them on the tray, like some places do. Right, right. Um, they don't have to put them in individual containers. Right. Um, I, I, the reason why I thought about Tejas Burger Joint is they were putting them in individual baggies, which which is a little cheaper than the individual containers because I know those are extra costs, you know, for, for barbecue joints. 
hopefully that doesn't change the pricing of their menus but you know it, it, it's okay i think these are things that we're just going to have to adapt to yes doesn't mean that you can't enjoy the condiments it just means that you know you're not gonna have this unending bar that you can right. slap yes. them all on there if someone orders a two meat plate they don't need 20 pickles and eight slices oh of my bread. gosh you know what i just thought of <laughs> butter beans Oh. Yeah. oh now it doesn't mean they won't be free wow it I, just means that you may not have that big bucket of butter beans yes that will actually keep people from stealing the butter beans at opie's oh man yeah i mean <laughs> i'm you, depressed now and things like free beans at cooper's somebody and stole my car radio <laughs> you, you may, you're gonna see things like that change and it's just necessary it's safe right now it's safer yeah. to not and, let and, and again that. if opie's gives you an order of butter beans with your meal for free shut up and eat it because they're delicious <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, by all means. Just because you can't keep slopping them into a cup and then putting them in your pockets, um, bring in your Tupperware, old ladies. Um, you know, but, but honestly, again, these are things that they're going to have to do for safety now, and they may just find that it's, it's better to continue doing it. And, and honestly, again, coronavirus, COVID-19, regular flu, um, whatever's passing around next week, the common cold, all the different just, ones, just, just all the of these things of will help that. Yeah, all of these things will honestly help reduce those infections anyway. Right. And another thing is sauce bottles on tables. You know, you're, you may not see that anymore. You may see the restaurant themselves hand you a condiment cup of sauce or, or a boat of sauce. You may not get a giant jar of sauce or bottle of sauce at your table anymore. And guess what? You don't need eight ounces <laughs> of sauce with your two meat plate. You're gonna but, throw half but of you that can, in the you get you get sauce policy, <laughs> sauce policy police, and then you get you have to buy twenty five cents per quarter right. ounce. I mean, obviously, the, you know the restaurant should yeah, give a reasonable yeah, amount. Don't go for crazy it, you know, per per whatever the person's ordered, but the person also doesn't need. We we have also okay. always thought that it's perfectly okay for a barbecue restaurant to ask you, do you want sauce? Yes or no. Do you want pickles? Yes or no. Do you want red onions? Yes or no. Do you want bread? Yes or no. Those are perfectly acceptable questions to ask and of your customer. Co- and it's also okay to say no. You don't have to default Correct. to yes. Well, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> because we say no for a lot of those items. Absolutely. And and otherwise, I'm going to keep bringing up the damn 11 slices of bread or, or when we went to Smitty's and they gave us literally an entire sleeve of crackers. And we bought a sausage. Yeah, we bought one link <laughs> and they gave us an entire sleeve of crackers. Um, you know, and, and yeah, okay, you can buy the cheapest crackers. I think they're a dollar for a pack. Yeah, but generic. still, it's but, still ridiculous. But, but that's, yeah, don't give us that. because it's, it's wasteful. It's wasteful, yeah, right? Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I mean, that's a nice, generous thing. And again, we understand the history of barbecue and all of those things that go together. But it's okay to ask people. It's okay to give people a reasonable amount. Um, you know, and as a consumer, understand that that's going to happen and understand that they're going to give you some if they want to charge you for more than whatever they consider normal. It, it, either either buy it or don't buy it. That's your choice. But right. don't complain because some of these things are done for safety. Some of these things are done for cost control. And it's just life. I mean, just deal with it. Yep. So, yeah, I mean... Don't uh, be a Karen. Uh, our, our barbecue dining landscape is going to change. It already has changed, and it's going to keep changing, and that's okay. You know, we're still... You, there's still so many great options for barbecue out in Texas right now. And just because you can't have it the exact same way you always had it doesn't mean it can't still be an incredibly enjoyable experience. We had a really fun time today. Um, it, it really, really, really brightened my spirits yeah, because it, we haven't done a road trip. We've been kind of nervous. How do we do this safely? You know, because we also want to set an example, right? Right. Um, number one, I don't want to get sick, but I also want to set a good example for people to say that you can do these things and you can do them safely. And I think we did. 
Yes. And I, I will talk about it and I will I will send the picture out. I, I, I did a 3D printer, but it was a door opener, so I didn't have to touch the door handles. And, you know, you don't have to go that far. You can use a paper towel. You can use your own damn hand if you want to. But um, but I 3D printed that. It made me just feel a little bit better about not touching these nasty door handles. Um, and, again, that's not just coronavirus, people. Um, that's anything. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of... A lot of people get sick for a lot of different reasons, whether there's the coronavirus is going around or not before the coronavirus, after the coronavirus, as we're saying, these things that they're doing will help prevent all of those types of things, not just one. Right. So, yeah, I mean, we don't know how often we're going to be doing these for the next few months. No one knows. You know, obviously, we, you know, if you've been paying attention, we've taken a good two month break on posting any episodes and. We don't know when we're going to post the next one. It, you know, it could be a week. It could be th- another two months. And we're going to uh, we're going to do it safely as as much as we can. We're going to try to have some more fun barbecue runs. We had a lot of fun episodes planned before all this oh, happened. Oh man, we had such good episodes. <laughs> and, and we still have, and there's still some that we can do. There's some that you know, obviously, are going to be a little more on hold than others. You know, the the whole hog trip. You know, don't even want to think about it. Yeah. But. The- bourbon and barbecue in kentucky derby trip that we had to cancel thank you coronavirus (laughs) so yes that that sucked but yeah we still have a lot of fun texas episodes we were going to do um and we're going to travel when we can safely and limit our contacts you know with the outside world until we feel it's safe for us and our families and everyone around us to do so and so yes if you see us out in the road well, you're not shaking your hand right now. We'll say hello to you from a distance. <laughs> we'll do the we'll do the foot bump. Um, you know, we might for, do the elbow bump. For those for those that may come on our show, we have very long microphone cords. So <laughs> we have lapel mics that are completely wireless that you can put on your cells. We won't touch you. All that fun stuff. We're gonna find <laughs> we ways won't to touch you. Yeah. We're gonna find ways to do this show. Um, and yeah, we will get to some interviews because I don't even like listening uh, to myself. No, God, no. I, I'm tired of myself. I've been. I, around myself for how long now i'm beyond tired of sitting in my house but it's what i have to do to be safe right now you should have 17 new hobbies i i I wish i could i have all the hobbies you want i I don't have the motivation to have (laughs) as many hobbies as brian has brian is now ron swanson (laughs) i i I am channeling my inner ron swanson and i'm going way beyond that so it's it's um, kind of insane so so yes we might start other podcasts centered around brian's hobbies they might be one episode because you might change hobbies. Well, no, we can literally do one episode a week and I can have a different topic every single week on a different hobby or skill that I'm not good at, but I'm jumping headfirst into anyway. Um, and it goes from not just things as, as I mean, woodworking, framing. Um, I'm working on framing things. Oh, Lord. Um, welding, we already talked about that. Uh, I'm not even going to go on and on and on. Yeah, I mean, I've um, mostly just been cooking dinner. I mean, that's about it. A solar yeah. attic fan I want to build out of computer parts. I've, got, and I've gotten panels. to use the chud box a few times, you know. So. Dude, go buy a chud box if you haven't already. Oh, my God. There's so much fun. Um, we, pork we, steak. We. This is the part of the show where we talk about <laughs> pork steak. They, they are. They're so much fun. I did a tomahawk ribeye on there a little while back. That was a lot of fun. Where but you I, were too chicken to do it on the coals. I did it on the coals a little bit, but mostly I did it on a on a uh, cast iron flat top on top of the coals. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Did a did, did a pretty cool little tomahawk. Done a couple other things, and we'll do more with it. But yeah, you guys keep staying safe. Do what you do. And Don't do- complain about what other people do. Don't worry about what other people do. If people are being less careful than you want to be, don't complain. 
just don't associate with them. If people are being more careful than you want to be, don't complain. Let's let's not make things political. Let's not make things combative. We'll get through this. We will get through this. And and the better that we get along during this time, the better it is, you know? And if if you're diametrically opposed to wearing a piece of fabric over your mouth and it infringes on your freedoms, that's fine. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. That's fine. Don't wear one. And if you don't want to, if you're on the other end of that spectrum where you don't want to associate with people with that, that's fine. Don't associate with people with that. But let's all get along. It's okay. You know, there's plenty of barbecue joints that are that are practicing all different variations of these protocols. Right. And you can choose one that matches how right. comfortable you want to be. And, and just one final thought, and we'll wrap this up. As these joints start opening up, please be mindful of things. Be mindful of your surroundings, the people around you that may be more susceptible. And, and I can't not say it. We love snows. We love the experience of snows. Tootsie is one of our favorite people in the barbecue world. I am staying the hell away from that woman for the foreseeable future. Don't touch Tootsie. Don't touch Tootsie. That's that's a new hashtag. There we go. Don't, hashtag <laughs> hashtag don't, don't touch Tootsie. Tootsie. It's a big thing because everyone wants to take their picture with Tootsie when they go there. It's part of the experience. Put their arm snows. around her and yes, get but, real close to her. But as, as we've learned, you know, the older people get, the more susceptible they are to to COVID-19 being a very serious, possibly deadly virus. So please, if whenever snows opens back up, whenever that is, please practice safe social distancing from Tootsie. I, I'm sure she wants to see you, and, and she, she loves the barbecue world, too. She loves seeing all you guys. But do it safely, please. Protect our queen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's, that's a good note to end on. Um, so again, thank you for listening. We hope we can bring you more more episodes in the near future. And uh, until then, be safe, be healthy, and eat some barbecue whenever you can. Said it best. See you out on the road.